Welcome to Your Elevated Life Podcast, Season 1, Episode 2. I am Noelle. I am Jen. And we are so excited to have you back. If you heard Episode 1, you obviously fell in love with it and us. So, of course, you're back. (laughs) (laughs) We love you. (laughs) We love you. We love you to love us. Um, And today we are going to be discussing a topic that I hope a lot of you can relate to, but even if you can't, you might find it funny, which is the, the contrariness, where do I think of these words? That's not even a word, the oxymoron, (laughs) the paradox, the, what the paradigm, the, 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 the dichotomy of being an introvert extrovert. And what that actually really means when you struggle with, when you are, when this, you have this infliction. Um, So it's, we have some very funny stories where we're going to explain what it's like being an introvert extrovert of which Jen and I both are. In fact, we just learned we have the exact same human design profile. What is that, Jen? Yeah, a hundred percent. I was like this morning, I'm like, wait a minute, are you a manifesting (laughs) generator too? Because like the fact that we just pulled this off so quickly and how we move at the speed of light, we have to be the same thing. And I was like, go check your results. And sure enough, we are literally the same person Yeah, (laughs) with different different DNA. (laughs) I'm like, of course we are, but we've always known this. This is why we've been saying we're going to do this forever because it's like, talking to ourselves almost <laughs> that's why we don't have to talk a lot of the time we do we do a lot of talking for two people who actually don't really need to talk we have that type of telepathy we're going to get into this topic of being an introvert extrovert and I am excited for you to Jen to kind of like share what this means for you how this impacts your life or even a funny story relating to this yeah okay So, and I also want to throw in too, like we are using these terms very loosely because both of us do not like to be put in a box or labeled and we're the frequency queen. So we're using (laughs) these terms very light loosely only because it's kind of what everybody else recognizes uh, these things to be labeled as. Okay. But People like definitions is what you're saying. People like a definition. People like a label. So we're using them for the sake of that. Mm -hmm. But we're also using them very loosely because we know that we can shift out of these things, in and out of these things as we desire, right? We just got to do the work. I'm so Um, glad you said that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure. Mm -hmm. So uh, we were saying is, you know, and we're both very similar in this, like we'll be in this one frequency while we're out or in this mood, we're having fun. And someone will say, oh, you know, we should do this, X, Y, Z, whatever it is. And we're like, yeah, that sounds amazing. I totally want to do that for sure, for sure. Count me in. I'm there. Like, we're going to have the best time ever, okay? And then the day comes of these plans you made. And you're like, that was not me who made those plans. (laughs) Who was that masked? Who was that masked woman? And you're thinking like, oh, how do I get out of this? Oh, I don't really want to go. I don't have anything to wear. I got to go get ready. For me, a lot of it is getting ready because Mm. the art of getting ready is a lot and it's very overwhelming to me because I am like, can I just go in my pajamas and a ponytail, please? (laughs) (laughs) And you could. You could. I mean, I see it. (laughs) Apparently not that accepted by, you know, the mainstream uh, public is like, please get dressed. Um, But 
that's my biggest probably reason. No, I'm kidding. But sometimes I just think, oh, there's going to be so many different energies. I get nervous about that a little bit. And I just, you know, I, I want everyone to have a good time. And I'm like, I'll just, I think I'll just stay home. You know what I mean? But then I'm like, no, you, you made this commitment. You're going to go. Who knows what's going to happen? Maybe it's going to be like the best day of your life. Maybe you're going to meet somebody that's going to just, I don't know, open your eyes to something completely new you've never thought of. Like, who knows? All these things go through our mind where we can shift out of. Is that, are you sneezing? Bestie, my love. Sorry. Get that, see, you're moving that energy out, girl. We're doing doing live energy healing right here live with Noelle and Jen. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, it's totally like. You, you go through all the, and this is, you're thinking all these thoughts leading up to while you're getting ready, while you're going, while you're in the car, while you're running late. Um, cause I'm always late, you know, it's all about the journey. I'm, that's my, my reason and I'm sticking to it. Okay. I am never, I am always exactly where I'm supposed to be at exactly the right time. And, and that's what I believe with my whole heart. Yes. So nobody even, can ever tell me I'm late. Okay. Like, no, even if it's not on someone else's timeline. Yeah. I'm sorry, but that is your perspective that I'm late. It's not mine. <laughs> yeah. But like back to my story and like, listen, I have wanted to go to Italy my whole life. And mm. my son, you know, being that his heritage was Italian, we always wanted to go to Italy. And it was just like our dream, right? We didn't, we're, we didn't know when, but, you know, and, if, and unfortunately, you know, Nicholas didn't get to go. He passed away unexpectedly. But this, the summer after, I had made the decision, I'm going to Italy. I'm going to experience Italy for Nico. Like, he's going to get to experience it because I'm there and he's going to be focused on me, okay? So I had made all these plans with my friends. There was a whole bunch of us going. Was, was Suresh? Suresh? Yes. Sir, yeah. was, sir was going. It was quite a few couples. Um, one of my friends was actually going to be renewing her vows. Um, like it was a big production. Okay. We were, you know, packing. And then of course the anxiety starts creeping in. I got to, you know, leaving my daughter home. Oh my gosh, I'm going to be all halfway across the world. What if something happens to her? Like the mom guilt, the, this, the, that, oh my gosh, I got to, oh, I'm going to be gone this many days. (gasps) What if I need this? What if I need that? So all the things of why I need to stay home start (laughs) creeping in. Yeah. And literally because we can do this with our thoughts. Literally the morning of, I wake up, I have a fever. And mm. this is long before, like, no one ever heard of the C word, okay? This is long before when we all had regular colds. <laughs> oh, right. But that's right. when we were back, allowed to have a cold. Back then. Back, back when, when you could have a cold, you were allowed back to. Back when okay. colds were normal. So I was like, oh, my gosh, I feel so, like, I don't think I can get on the plane, and I just felt so bad. Like everything in my body hurt. Everything. I couldn't even push, roll my suitcase. My husband was rolling my suitcase. And I was like, babe, I, I just don't know if I should get on the plane. Like, I feel really, really bad. Like, I'm like chills. Uh, and of course, here's <laughs> all my friends looking at me like, we've been uh, planning this for months. You're getting on this plane. Oh, God. I feel you so much in this. You know I do. Yeah. I really it's like, and, and in my mind, I'm like, okay. I'm, I'm grabbing every, all my little, you know, holistic, you know, remedies and homeopathics. I'm putting, throwing everything in my purse. Like, okay, I I can do this. Like, I know how to get myself well. 
and, and I'm, I am, I'm giving myself everything I can think of that's going to physically get me well. And then I'm reaching out to people that I know that do energy work and grief because I'm also starting to realize, Ooh, this is also a grief trigger. Oh yeah. My lungs are hurting. Oh, Ooh. I'm thinking I'm doing this trip for Nico. And I start to realize, Oh, there's more connected here. Right. Mm-hmm. So I get on the plane and I spend the next, because, you know, it's a long-ass flight. I spent the next um, nine, nine, nine hours. and a half, ten hours, because we, we were lucky enough to get a um, direct a direct flight. Yeah. And um, I pulled out all the stops. But by the time I landed in Italy that m- next morning, I felt, I don't want to say 100, but I felt 90% better. Wow. Like, yeah. it was, inc- and then I... And then to open my eyes and see where I landed, and I was like, oh, thank God I got on that plane. Thank goodness I didn't bake it back out. Thank goodness I didn't let all those feelings and thoughts control me. Thank goodness I'm about to experience this incredible place. And now I'm like, I want to move there. And I would have never, I would have never seen all that. And not only that, oh, here's another cool thing that happened while we were there. Um, I, at the time was around the time that I was writing Nico in my book and I couldn't figure out what the name was going to be. I was like, what's the name going to be? Nico always comes to me in my dreams, but I couldn't come up with the name. Do you know that we walked into a town in Poisitano off the Amalfi coast and Noel, everywhere (laughs) I looked, every single storefront was a dream catcher. Oh yeah. And that became the name of the book. And I was like, okay, Nico all right, I'm supposed to be here. And it is just, let me ask you something though, because you know, we have similar uh, experiences. I want to ask you when you got on that plane that morning, cause I've been in that exact scenario, which I'm going to share, but what did you do to change to when you're in that moment and you're having, you feel horrible, you feel sick. Like I'm making a mistake. I should not be getting on this plane right now. Something's telling me not to get on. Maybe this is a sign. At least these are things I think. Uh, maybe whatever. And mm-hmm. what? How did you shift your thoughts in that moment, feeling awful, but knowing you had to, but you didn't want to in that moment? What did you do to shift your right. thoughts? Right, right. Because it would have just been like almost easy to back out. But yeah, because you would, like, you mm, could have. I mean, you could have. It's one of those things, and I don't know, it's probably always innately been in me, but like more so obviously after, you know, like we've, you know, we've, we've, we've delved into this holistic world. We've delved into our bodies. We've delved into energy. We've delved into our thoughts. We kind of know this stuff, right? So it's, you're, I'm already going, okay, like, what is this trying? I'm, anytime my body is doing something, I'm like, what? is my body trying to tell me number one, what's happened, what's really happening here and what emotions are connected to this every single time. So I'm always going, okay, get quiet. Like I'm trying to be shown something here. And so as soon as I held on to, I'm being shown something here and I'm being led to something here is when I shifted and was open to like following the path Mm -hmm. and letting myself follow the path of where I was being taken. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. I think that's really helpful. That's such good advice, I think, because 
you know, we all find ourselves in situations where we can go one way or the other way. And I, I, I've talked about this a lot. It's hard to sometimes understand the difference between intuition and fear. Mm. And it's easy to get the two convoluted. Um, and you, un, unless, until you get really, really good at deciphering the difference for yourself, what's the, is that intuition telling me not to do something? Or is that actually just fear and stress telling me not to do it? So mm. once we learn how to decipher the difference, we can actually make more intuitive decisions without second guessing or, or even causing ourselves stress because we know no matter what we're making the right decision, there is no doubt when we're following our intuition, we're always going to make the decision that's aligned with our greatest potential, as opposed to a decision that's aligned out of fear and not our highest potential. Right. So um, that's how I phrase it because it's not really right or wrong because every Every decision we make is supposed we're supposed to be making it. Otherwise, we wouldn't make it. However, there are decisions that lead us towards the life that we dream of, our our really highest aligned purpose. And there's decisions we make that lead us towards a more stuck version of ourselves, like a, a lower frequency, and that we don't end up really wanting to be there, but we stay there. So that's how I would phrase that. I don't know yes. if that's you know absolutely no. I yeah I, I agree with that a lot. You know, and I I think too. Um, you know, when you're first like practicing all this, it, it can, like you said, if, especially if you're someone like Noelle and I, who's definitely experienced a lot of trauma in our lives and fight or flight, sometimes you have to say like, oh, is this my fear or is this my intuition? And I like to say like, am I being pushed or pulled? Do I feel pushed or pulled? If I'm, but like, you know, not on a whim, but like calmly saying like, am I feeling pulled or am I feeling pushed? And if I'm feeling pulled, I'm like, go. If that's I'm feeling- great. Am I feeling pulled or pushed? That's really yeah. good. That's so good. Yeah. I, I mean, that is like a quote. Am I feeling pulled or am I feeling pushed? Yes. It's so simple and yet simple. so profound. Mm-hmm. So profound. Yeah, that's really good. Um, and of course, that trip to Italy ended up being life changing, I think, for you, right? Like, that yes. was. Yes. I mean, I had never experienced anything like that. And I just it opened my mind to like, I want to travel the world. There's so much yeah. I want to do. And like I said, you know, Nico and my book was named there. And I, I knew that he was experiencing Italy through me mm-hmm. and it made me want to go back. And then of course, you know, one of my goals is to have, you know, a home there. I want to spend oh yeah you know, summers in Italy. Like, well, we're gonna, we will have our home. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Come on. There's so much to do, like there's so much to see in this beautiful like world and we've just so barely even tapped into it. We and yeah. So and that's what traveling makes you realize is we're we're very um we're very confused here in America and also very um we're very sheltered and unaware and oblivious to how most of the world actually lives. Yet we think we know we think we know it all. We think we right. know we, from the little. We think nothing existed 200 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And we also <laughs> before, think we. Before America. America's amazing. But thousands yeah. and thousands of years of history and culture and traditions and just so many cool things are out there for us to explore. And I think like it was just it was almost like a doorway mm-hmm. for me to go, oh, I'm going to see all of this, you know. Yeah. And it's, that's so beautiful. Um, yeah, because we don't really know like America, 
people who grow up over in Europe or even South America or different countries where, where they where they have access to different cultures, languages, and whole different worlds, sometimes only an hour away, they can enter into a whole new world when they go to a different country. Here in America, we go to Tennessee and we think we're in another country, but it really is <laughs> or no offense, Tennessee, but yeah, you know, we love you. We, we love everyone we, in Tennessee. We, we can go to a different state and yeah, it can be a little different. It'll feel the energy's different. It'll feel different. People act different, whatever, but it's still the same fundamentally. Um, and so, yeah, that's, yeah. that's what you really, you realize how small and how little, you know, when you travel and that's oh a beautiful gosh, thing. For yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. And then to be able to eat whatever you want in Italy is yes. also, well, we can we're, get into that. Yeah, we're going to get into episode. that. We're going to get into well, that. You, That's... Could, you could eat all the gluten you want in Italy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, there is no. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it's not chemically treated over there. You'll be fine. Have whatever you want in Italy. <laughs> yeah. It's get, it's starting to get a little worse though, believe it, unfortunately over there too, but, but either way. Yeah. So, um, with that, I, I, I want to share with you, you know, it's similar experience for me. Now, being an introvert, extrovert, I, my, the inside of me always wants to do everything, but the actual outside of me ends up not doing everything. And I have looked, I look back over my life and I think of all these different times where I was in the moment, I was like, oh my gosh, yes, it's going to be amazing. I can't wait to go. Yes, we're going to have so much fun. And, and getting invited to a lot of things. And then in the moment when it comes, I'm just going, oh, no, I don't really want to go. I'm not or even having anxiety around it because I have dealt with anxiety. For, I dealt with extreme anxiety, which most people didn't even know that I was always dealing with this. Like even the people closest to me didn't have any idea just how much anxiety was internal trauma and anxiety I was always dealing with. It took me years to realize even up until the last few years of my life now that I've been in fight or flight and survival mode most of my life. And I just, I had to do a lot of understanding around that. So the, when, when I do something new, I want to do it. It's in, it's like my nature. I love change and new and adventure and discovering and exploring and traveling. That is absolutely my nature, but my anxiety that I had for so much of my life kept me from my nature it kept me from being able to express who I really am inside. And so that creates so much sadness and unhappiness in your life when you aren't, you're, you're actually going against your nature. And that's interesting too. Like my nature would be to explore, but I wouldn't because I was afraid. I'd be like, well, what if this happens or what if that happens or what if I'm not, I don't have access to this or what if... So anyway, I had to really um, evolve out of that. But I'm going to share a story. And this is why, well, sorry, I didn't mean to get sidetracked there. But I am going to share a story that's very similar to yours, Jen, which is travel related. Because so much of my past anxiety was around traveling, uh, even though I love it when I get there. But the process of traveling stresses me out and creates anxiety uh, because you and I are similar when you have, when you're a creative person and, and you have an active imagination and you're a quick thinker and all these things or a quick processor uh, doing s- certain things can be challenging. Like planning and packing is very, very challenging for me. <laughs> I actually have to get in the right frame of mind to even think about 
all the scenarios for packing and organizing and doing all those things. It just doesn't come easy to me. I, I can do it. I do do it. But you know what I'm saying? So that's stress around traveling. And I got invited to go to Italy also. Like, it's a funny that we both have an Italy story. It's not shocking, but it's, no. <laughs> it's ironic, of course. It's, it does. No, it's, it was after I um, left a long relationship. And uh, I, uh, two of my girlfriends invited me to Italy. We were talking one day. and like, Let's go to Italy. I was like, okay, let's go. Yeah, it just made no sense. Okay, so we planned it. I think with two weeks notice, we got the tickets, like two weeks out. So really not a lot of head start, but not spontaneous that day. And we got the tickets, and I was just so excited. I was like, I'm going to Italy. Oh, my gosh. I've always wanted to go. This is amazing, and I love the girls I'm going with, and it's going to be so much fun. And as the time got closer and closer to going, believe it or not, I actually wasn't that stressed out. I didn't allow myself to do what I normally do or have done in the past, which is really get stressed out or anxious right before I leave. I actually wasn't happening this time because I was just, I wasn't allowing myself to do that. I was actually just staying focused on how excited I was and proud of myself that I was doing something I've never done before. I've never, I had never been to Europe, uh, being married and raising kids and all these things. I just had never even been to Europe. So mm-hmm. I was so excited, planned the trip, got all my stuff, surprisingly shockingly organized my two girlfriends were helping me also because they've been to Europe many times so they were telling me what to bring um what to prepare for etc I even brought a bluetooth speaker (laughs) I even (laughs) brought (laughs) I even brought a um like you know one of those uh adapters for the outlets you know an outlet adapter I had like everything prepared my ready my bluetooth speakers still cracks me up I still have it one of these portable Bluetooth speakers, I made that such a priority that that still cracks me up that I wanted to make sure I had music wherever I went in my room or whatever. We didn't even have rooms booked. Okay. We didn't even have a hotel room before we left. We just had a, a one-way ticket. So oh when my the, God. Yeah. So when the, I didn't even know where I was going. I, when I tell you, and I didn't even have a map of Italy laid out. I just didn't want to know. I, I put... I did. I couldn't have even told you where all the cities in Italy were visually because I didn't know. I just didn't care. I knew. And I it may have overwhelmed you. Honestly, it would to know all that. It probably would have, which is why there's some things I want to know every detail of, which I'm usually like that, and then other things I don't want to know, <laughs> and that's why. Yeah, because it probably would have been like too much. So we, uh, the day came. Our flight was leaving at night, uh, and. I had a, there was a little glitch with the girl I was flying with. The other girl ended up having to cancel her flight and fly like a week later because she had an emergency. So now I'm just going with one girl on the flight. And um, that's a whole nother story I won't get into. But I will say that it was an interesting experience getting to the airport. Uh, We had different ideas of how we wanted to get to Miami airport an hour away. Uh, And then I started getting that anxiety. Of course, it started. I was like, "Uh oh, and then you get to the airport when you're flying internationally. Of course, it's a whole different story with how much your bags weigh and all. I was like, honestly, Jen, when I say by one gram, not even an ounce, (laughs) by one gram, I made it with one of my bags. The other bag I had to like you. I had I had two. First of all, I had too many bags, which was. So stupid. Cause again, I didn't know what I was doing. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I made all the mistakes, but we finally got on the plane. We had to wait. The plane was late in departing. I was like, that created more anxiety. That it was going to be the longest flight I'd ever been on, which was like nine and a half hours. That's the longest I've ever flown. And I was used to going back and forth to California, but this was like almost double that. And um, yeah, and just a little anxious, you know, just thinking, what am I doing? What am I going to do when I'm getting there? I don't even have any. We had nothing planned, nothing. So I started getting anxious. And then at this, at, right before we were about to board, I started getting this feeling like, am I making a mistake? I'm making, I shouldn't, I, what am I doing? Cause the girl I was with that was, was not necessarily sober. And I was starting to get anxious about that. Like her state of sobriety. No, but not in a, in a, oh, well, I'm yeah, fine. you were worried like, oh, this girl's going to lead me around Italy. Like, I don't know if she can lead herself right now, you know, well, like, and it wasn't a good old time. Yeah. It wasn't even like, um, oh, I had a drink type of thing. It was a whole nother level of not being sober. And so now I'm like, I'm going to have to be in caretaking. Like I'm going to have to like almost apologize for her and <laughs> how she was acting. And then the whole flight over. Anyway, it ended up being an interesting flight. I I shifted myself from fear mode and anxiety mode, which was kind of your go-to. This is what I want to say about that, Jen. We, we have cellular memory. Mm-hmm. And because we have cellular memory, our brain wants to default to what it already knows. That's why it's so challenging sometimes to do something new or different because the brain wants to keep us same safe stuck I say and to do something new different challenging adventurous exciting it is actually forcing the brain to perform in a way it's not used to or wanting to do right right typically and so that's kind of what you have to think about when you're when you're in a situation where your anxiety is coming up and for me this isn't even this exact situation with it this trip to Italy there have been times I've been about to get on a plane and I just said I've wanted to literally run off the plane screaming I've actually been with my family um at a few different times where they were having plane problems and I was like oh my god I gotta get everybody off this plane do you know I've like pictured myself doing that and while I'm in the chair talking my because I start, I, I can also like get a little claustrophobic. Yes. Like, claustrophobic. That's, and like that I'm too. in the chair and I'm like, I yep. picture myself jumping up and like freaking out and yeah. then like, getting arrested. And then I'm yeah. like, Jen, you have to calm down. Just focus, just calm down and like reeling Same. myself back in. And my anybody like, with claustrophobia, me, like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Anybody, <laughs> anybody with claustrophobia knows what that feels like. I've actually visioned like you, before I get on a plane, I'm like, what if I freak out? What if I have claustrophobic attack? What if I, cause it's very real. That's a very real thing for a lot of people. And I know people listening would understand what that feels like if you've ever felt that. So like I have been on planes where we're still on the runway and they're having so many technical and, and mechanical issues. And it's an hour, two hour, three, you're waiting on the runway and with my family. And I'm thinking, I'm going to grab everybody and get off this plane right now. I can't even do this. Like we're, this is not a good sign. We're but you know, we stay on the plane and then, and everybody, and everything ends up being okay. But it's mm-hmm. like, that's what I mean about intuition and fear, right? Like you have to really decipher and understand for yourself the difference. But anyway, we ended up making it to Italy uh, and the next morning. And that ended up being literally hands down the most magical, uh, exciting 
adventurous, new, different thing I've ever done in my life. And also it went against everything that I would ever normally do. It was all things I would never normally do. Everything from how I traveled around to what I ate, to what I did, to who I was with, to experiences I had, to adventures. I I just said yes to everything, everybody, everything I got invited to. I walked more than I've ever walked in my life and all these things. And for me, what that showed me, I was also in a few very scary experiences uh, while I was there as well that I had to work through. And I just look back at that time and I think, Whenever we do things like that for ourselves, I believe it's a gift we're giving ourselves. We're giving ourselves the gift of showing that we are capable of so much more than we ever thought. And we're showing ourselves how much stronger that we are than we ever thought, how much more resilient, how much more, how much more there is in us to, to discover that we don't even discover until we put ourselves in new situations or new environments so true and and we this is how fascinating human beings are we are like big puzzles that we don't even know what we're capable of we don't even know what's inside us waiting to come out until we almost force ourselves to be in these situations that feel very scary very unusual very not normal very different and that to me is the those are the things that bring us to life, I feel like. And those are the things that change us for the better forever because it reminds us of what is possible. So, yeah, so that trip for me was life-changing and um, couldn't wait to get back. And then right after I got back, you know what happened and you know what shut down and blah, blah, blah. But but, um, <laughs> but like you, I can't, I, I just feel, I can't wait to move there um, and, and just have a home there. I already have the home visualized in my mind where it's going to be. And when you said Amalfi, of course, Amalfi, Positano, that whole area, um, you can't have, you, you can't even beat it. I don't think, but anyway, so yeah, this is just a testimony to what's inside each and every one of us. When we make a decision to, to do something different, that would scare us and it, it challenges us. And, and that's, you know, That's some of the quandary of being an introvert, extrovert, I think. Right. And although society would call us those or label us those, and we we have, you know, um, God, what's the word I'm looking for? We have those descriptions or whatever. um, Definitions. Definitions or, you know, uh, characteristics of an introvert. You know, when people say, oh, that's like an introvert. Um, We, we can decide I'm going to shift that and I'm going to experience this and I'm not going to let that hold me back from expanding and experiencing this new thing. And I think that what I I think we're both trying to say is some of the most amazing experiences we'll probably ever have came on the other side of us allowing ourselves to be pulled out of our introvert state of being and and experience this new cool thing yes I I mean um yeah and with that we're gonna sign off for this episode episode two I hope you enjoyed it you know we would love to hear from you you can get a hold of us very easily uh and I'll let Jen I'm gonna first of all Jen is one of the not only most incredible people I've ever known and I 
but I heard you. you you have such a beautiful soul spirit heart and I've learned so much from you we had over the years and you have so much to offer everybody um everybody who knows you loves you and I, I almost everybody <laughs> well we don't, don't want like everyone to we don't want everyone to love us we're not ice cream not everybody can no love us. no that's not the point the point isn't to be uh but you know what I mean and so I just um please tell everybody where they can find you and then also um you know I w- we would love for you to share this episode and please leave a review on iTunes if you can We'll get those reviews going and Spotify, and we're going to keep creating these episodes for you. Hopefully you like them. Yes. And yes, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Jennifer Curry Prasad. Very simple. And and also the show notes. We leave our, in the the show notes, you have our websites, our Instagram, uh, TikTok, YouTube. We'll have YouTube. (laughs) And we're going to start doing- We wear many hats. Many hats. We're going to have um, video format soon for this, these first few episodes, no video, but we're going to start doing video. Um, and uh, we, we love that you're here with us. So thank you for being here and Absolutely. we love you. We love you. Bye.